This is the official Waukee Community School District podcast, Talk the Walk, presented by Unity Point Health Des Moines. Welcome to another episode of the Talk the Walk podcast presented by Unity Point Health Des Moines. My name is A.G. Ellingson, Communications Coordinator for the School District, and we have an exciting episode coming your way today. Mindy Heitland, one of our district's School to Work Program coordinators, is here. Welcome, Mindy. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Today is International Podcast Day, so perfect timing. I think this is a great way to celebrate. Very exciting, yes. Okay, so speaking of perfect timing, let's real quick just dive into our School to Work program. This is a busy time. Where are we at? What's happening? Your students are getting ready to to do something huge. Yeah, very exciting right now. We have spent the last few weeks getting ready, getting our resumes ready, finding good job and internship opportunities, and they're getting ready to interview. They're excited to go out and start working. Oh, that's great. Okay, so let's let's dig into the kind of the background of your role and uh, the School to Work program at Waukee. So why is the School to Work program the thing that you chose to do, to be your profession, to help students... Uh, Start their profession, if you will. Right, absolutely. So my background is as a business education teacher, taught for a few years, and then spent some time at a local college. I was an instructor, an advisor, assistant academic dean, and you know I oversaw all the college career foundations courses and um, preparing kids for the workforce and um, getting them ready for their jobs. And then I actually spearheaded a service learning program where we match students with um, you know, volunteer opportunities in their major, which is kind of the same thing as what I'm doing right now. And so my husband actually teaches at Waukee too. He's been here over 20 years. And so you know, when we were getting married and starting a family, an opportunity came open here to jump in as the school to work coordinator. And you know, it, it worked out. We're excited to, you know be on the same schedule and, you know, have our kids grow up in such a wonderful community. And so, you know, made the transition over. And so why school to work? You know, if if you know me, you know I love talking about school to work. I love talking about jobs. I love talking about internships. You know, if you see me in the community, I'm, you know, always trying to uh, find new opportunities for our students. And so, you know, we're so lucky in Waukee to have this amazing experience. And I don't know how many people know about it, but you're taking high school seniors who want to pursue a future career, and they're getting the opportunity to go and work 15 plus hours a week during their senior year to learn more about the career field. And so um, it's so fun. I always say I should videotape them the first day at their job and the last day at the end of the year um, just to see how much they've grown. And you know we're we're lucky in Waukee too to have so many amazing business partners who see the importance of you know training our future workforce and investing in our students. And so, you know, it's just really I do tell people that it's one of, I think it's one of the hardest jobs around here finding 75 internships for students you know um, that are basically college level types of internships in their job fields, and you know but it's probably the most rewarding. It's probably, you know, seeing them find out if they want to do it in the future. It's it's really great. So let's let's talk about the background. I know that this year's count is up to about 75 and 80 kids uh, that will be heading out. Yeah. How, how did we get here? How, what's been the path of the School to Work program? Oh man, I think we're almost at 25. This might be our 25th year doing this. Um, for those who know her, Connie Tao, um, the former teacher here, she was the brains behind all of this, her and Dr. Wilkerson, and um, you know, they were talking and building this work-based learning program 
before work-based learning was the buzzword. And I know so many people are trying to start programs like this right now. I mean, they were so ahead of their time putting this together and seeing the importance of it. And I think, you know, in the Waukee District, our, everyone is so, you know, I appreciate that they see the value of career education and career and tech education. And there's so many different avenues students can take through School to Work and APEX and Project Lead the Way and Intro to Education. I, I just think students in this district are so lucky to do this. You know, our first group, and I believe it was 1997, had six kids. They started with six kids. We're going to get them jobs, internships, and it's grown and grown and grown. And, you know, now a student, you know, they've taken all, let's say accounting. They've taken all the accounting classes and business classes that are related in a high school. They may have gone out to Apex and taken the actuarial finance strand um, Apex course, and they know they want to do it. They know they want to go into the career field. So now this is their chance to go out and work in it and try it three hours a day, five days a week, and see if they really like it. What a huge leg up. That's awesome. Okay, so this past couple of years to go from a handful to now 80, um, it's, I mean, maybe even the COVID years has probably been a more of a challenge too for, for you and, and, and finding the correct placement. But what's it like recently? What are some of the uh, exciting moments that you've been through here last handful of years? Yeah, someone asked me that the other day, and I said, if I can find Scott Carlson and I um, both kind of co do work that work on this program together, uh, co coordinate, I guess you'd say it. Um, you know, if we can find 75, 80 internships in a pandemic, mostly in person, I feel like I can do about anything. Um, but we hung at about 25, 30 students for a long, long time. And the, we just had such an increase in students who want to go into this program, who want further you know, experiences outside of the classroom. And then on the other side, business partners. You know, They've got jobs. They need things that need filled. They want to invest in the future workforce. And so you know, we sat down and you know, we've, luckily the school, you know, again, sees the value of this. And so we doubled the program and added a instructor about six, seven years ago, Scott Carlson. And, um, you know, we probably send out more interns than most schools, I would say, around here in internships. So a little bit of a shout out to uh, one of your four, Emily McKibben is a yeah. former school work intern. She'll have a story on our district website here coming soon. She interned the Drake Relays. Now she's back as an assistant director at the Drake Relays. A huge success story for this program. She was phenomenal in the words she was saying about the work that this program helped her. Uh, I mean, it, it, it probably makes your job just scream excitement when you hear that work. What about some other success stories? Do you have any that jump off your page of, of former students that have kind of come full circle? Those, I mean, those are great stories. And, you know, hearing, there's, there's, we're getting more and more students who did school to work at a company. They may have stayed on, done internships with the company in the summers, and now we're getting hired on in the same position. Um, engineering, uh, architecture, several of those. And now those students are supervising our new set of interns, which is so neat. Um, but I think on the other side of that, too, is, you know, there's a lot of students who do school to work, and they think, you know, I'm going to go into construction, I've taken all the classes, I know this is what I want to do, and when they actually get into the internship, they find out, you know what, I had a great experience, you know, I, the, the coworkers were great, I loved what I did, but I don't think this is what I want to do now, and I, and I think that's a success story, too, because, you know, many of these, these career fields, or when you go to college, you're not going to find out till your sophomore, junior year, 
you know, take those major specific classes. And so this is kind of like trying it before you spend all the money in college. And, and I think another success too is, you know, we are getting so many kids out of families, you know, a family of four, all of their kids went through the program um, over and over again. I think seeing the benefit, whether they find out they like it, whether they find out that they don't like it, I think it's, you know, that's the whole purpose. We're trying to help them. And, you know, I, Scott and I love when, you know, they get to college and they send the emails and phone calls back saying, thank you so much. I'm so glad. Yeah, made me write a resume. Or I have this experience because they do have a leg up, you know, when they apply for the next job or the next internship. You are listening to the Talk the Walk podcast. We'll have more with our School to Work coordinator, Mindy Heitland, in a moment. But first, a word with our presenting sponsor, Unity Point Health Des Moines. We are here with Dr. Sarah Jones from Unity Point Clinic Family Medicine, Waukee. Today's topic, the importance or lack thereof of screen time. Dr. Jones, what's your advice for screen time in families? So we recommend having two hours or less of recreational screen time. So that's any time outside of school that they're using screens. And... You know, screens are important for educational purposes, but it's really important to make sure that you're spending time with family, getting outdoors, and getting activity and exercise outside of screen time. Dr. Sarah Jones with Unity Point Clinic Family Medicine, Waukee. We are back with Mindy Heitland, a school-to-work coordinator at the Waukee Community School District. All right, so here we are, tail end of September. I know November 1st is usually when we kind of start to see your interns head out into the community. Let's, Let's talk about this year. Where are some of our students heading this year? Yeah, so again, we're looking to send out about 80 plus students uh, into their jobs in the community. They're getting ready to interview, excited, a little nervous about what it entails. For a lot of them, it's their first job, their first professional job. And so um, there, there are some nerves there, but you know, we have our tried and trues, our people who have been with us for 20 plus years. You know, um, they see the value in our program. Medical field, you know, we weren't quite sure with the pandemic how that would work, but they, they're back in full force. And I think one of the benefits to that is, you know, we're bringing back the CNA program through, the, through APEX, and um, this is kind of going to be another step for them. But our medical fields, uh, our trades, we have so many kids in the trades this year, from electricians to uh, construction, and, you know, I, I can place all of them in a heartbeat. There's a lot of need for those students, but... You know, accounting has been really popular this year, uh, accounting and finance. And so, you know, large corporations, you know, people such as ChildServe, you know, they, they've invested in our company, our, our program for so many years and have so many different opportunities through the foundation, through, you know, training and development, case management, and, you know, related fields such as that. You know, it depends every year. You know, students will come in and, you know, they think they want to do medical, they think they want to go into data analytics, whatever it is, we try to get them as close as possible um, that we can for a 17 or 18 year old. But yeah, it's, it's exciting. And businesses are, you know, they're, they're ready. You know, we're getting so many phone calls, you know, wanting to hire our students. And I think that's a testament to Waukee schools too. These kids are great. I mean, they show up, they work hard, they, um, are driven. You know, this is a program they easily could have just, you know, taken this, the blocks off of school or, you know, got a part-time job doing something else. And they they want to go into this field. They want to learn more how to how to be or what this future career would be. 
Okay, so this is, I mean, obviously school-related. There are um, obligations and requirements that need to be done. How are these students evaluated and, and graded uh, as they go throughout their year? Yeah, you bet. Um, it's actually kind of, you know, neat. It's, it's, it's very realistic. So the students go out to their jobs. At the end of, you know, every term, they do a performance evaluation just like in a, an actual job that you and I might, might do. And so the student will self-evaluate how they think they're doing. The business will evaluate them. You know, the three of us sit down and kind of, you know, make sure, you know, we, we want it to be a win-win. We want to make sure the student isn't in the corner filing for 15 hours a week. That's not the goal of this. Um, every student does have an individualized training plan. And so we have goals and tasks that we've helped build with the, the company. And then in these meetings, too, we want the, we, we want the students to learn, but we also want the business partners to be getting something, too. They're getting help in their job. What the student's doing is assisting them and helping, you know, take some of their tasks off their plates. And so, um, you know, having those sit-downs at the end of every term is great, but also, you know, the individualized plan, it keeps the kids setting goals and moving forward. You know, what they're doing in November is going to be so different from May, you know, keeping them um, driven and, you know, setting some goals. I probably should have done this earlier, but we had two awesome School of Work interns in the communications department last yeah. year. So they're both at the University of Iowa. So Tatum and Hayden, if you mm -hmm. are uh, listening to this, we do appreciate your support. <laughs> you are awesome. We are lucky to have you. Um, now that we have that out of the way, Hayden's a Cubs fan, so I don't want him to listen yep, yep. too much, right? <laughs> so uh, let's go, let's talk about the School of Work program. We, we've We've talked about the number growth mm -hmm. that your program's seen. What are some other goals that you have for this program going forward? You know, I think... Again, in this district, this district, our administration, Dr. Buck, Terry, Brady, all, I mean, they really have done such a great job valuing career education and work-based learning, and they see the importance of why every student needs it. Every student would be such a great, it would be such a great goal to have them have some sort of work-based learning before they leave. And so we know not every student can do APEX, not every student can do school to work because of their schedules. Um, but dream would be to get all those students something. And maybe those students just need help, um, how to fill out a job application. Where do I even find, you know, jobs that are out there that I can apply for? And how do we get more career education to the younger students, to elementary age students? My dream, and if you've met me before, you've heard me talk about it before, I would love, love, love to have some sort of career center for our district and you know, kind of like a college career center but where all businesses can call in we serve both high schools both um, you know businesses can submit all their their jobs we can find the best kids kids can come for help to you know with their resumes or to find jobs you know even after school we'd have opportunities for you know people who are re-entering the workforce adults who want to learn more about that too but you know, this is, this is the beginning, and I think businesses, you know, with School to Work have had such a great experience with our great kids, and um, I think we can really, you know, try to put some things in place to get more students, more career education. This has been great. It's been really cool to also kind of see the back end of it when you see people who've come through your program and then, and then say, this helped me, whether, whether, again, whether they're in the field that they were interning in or not. Well, and I think one of the best things is, is, is it's not even so much what the kids are doing. I think sometimes it's just learning the grind, you know, showing up every day, doing a job, and it's not even so much what the students are doing, but being in that environment and seeing the doctors and nurses interact and 
Could you see yourself doing that someday? Yeah, that's a great answer. Well, we appreciate you joining us, Mindy. Thank you. It's a, an exciting time, I'm sure, for your program. And uh, we're having two interns come interview for our positions tomorrow. So we're, we're so excited to meet them. and can't wait to see what they'll contribute. Yeah, yeah. fingers crossed. So <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate it. That's a wrap for Talk the Walk. Thank you to Mindy Heitland from Waukee School to Work Program for joining us on our district's official podcast. And make sure you keep an eye out in our community for our newest set of School to Work students in the next couple of weeks. We appreciate your support of Talk the Walk. Thanks for listening to Talk the Walk, the official podcast of the Waukee Community School District, presented by Unity Point Health Des Moines.